in this match. If it's a war, you can say whatever you want. I thought I was a cult. I didn't know what was going on. The Fed did. I think New York did. One of your executive vice presidents loves that company. It's the first ever finishing move that's exclusive to a promotion. What is going on, ladies and gentlemen? As we record this, it is still Sunday night, right after the Elimination Chamber pay-per-view, and the fact that we are able to start talking at 10 o'clock is a far cry from when pay-per-views used to go on eight hours. So, If you're lucky. Yeah. So how, how, how are you doing? I'm all right. Lots lot to unravel with that pay-per-view, which we'll get into later. I'm awesome. Uh, you're not the only one, pal. You have, wait, how many how many episodes do we have? You always ask me how I'm doing, and I have an answer for, for to make a joke one time, and you don't fucking ask me. Oh, I know. <laughs> I, that's, I, that's what I do. But, yes, it, immolation, immolation, no escape, just ended. In Germany. In Germany. No, the, the show wasn't in Germany. But if, you're, but if you're in Germany, If you're in is. Germany, it was no escape. Yes. The Elimination Chamber Girl just ended, and we have a lot to talk about with it, uh, a lot to talk about. And uh, I don't think you'll be getting the visceral reaction out of us that I think a lot of people will have about this. I don't know. Like, when, when when that show ended, I expected to go on Twitter and just see everyone hating it, but I really didn't. Like, I saw some people. I think he has more fans than people think he does. It, but I'm not even talking about just him. I'm talking about the show in general because, I mean, I don't think anyone will deny that the opener was great. But I think the rest of the show for a lot of people is kind of just like, bleh. People love the triple threat. That's kind of surprising considering who won and yeah. the things that are going on with him. Well, they, they like the match. That's fair. But we have a lot of Wednesday night news to get to. Yeah, we do, surprisingly. Yeah, uh, as we swore off talking about those two shows. Well, in fairness, we said if anything happened, we would yeah, go back. A lot has happened in and the last... A lot has happened, In yeah. the last seven days for Wednesday nights. So we'll talk about some Wednesday night news and hit you with the Elimination Chamber review coming up next. Yeah, so stick around. It'll be fun. So kicking up our, like, Wednesday night news roundup, we will start with NXT taping a Evolve show, which is basically the developmental to their developmental, if you still want to call NXT developmental. I know some people debate on that greatly. I kind of lean on the side of... There are certainly parts of it that are still developmental because there are people on TV that probably shouldn't be. Shotzi Blackheart. No, she should be on TV. She just, she needs some seasoning. She needs yeah. the she needs the the white folks to stop cooking the food and get some soul. In no, no, she has the seasoning. She needs a she needs the meat. You're right. She yeah. has a seasoning. She has a seasoning of the That's biggest, true. biggest she woman does. star on Raw or SmackDown. That's true. You're but right. just, she just can't wrestle. But yeah, we don't know much information about when or where the show will air. I'd assume it'll be on the network slash Peacock, depending on when it debuts. I don't think they're going to fucking get a TV deal for this Evolve show. Uh, we don't know what day of the week. Is it going to be Tuesday? Is it going to be Saturday? Like, I mean, shit, you think of Raw's on Monday. NXT's on Wednesday. NXT UK's on Thursday. SmackDown's on Friday. You know what would be awesome? What? Did it Saturday night at 6.05. That would be, but I think another company would probably be quite angry about that because that's their, that's, that nostalgia is their wheel well. No, it isn't. It is. No, it isn't. It's Cody's wheel well. Exactly. Well, he's, he's in charge. But... Who's in charge? <laughs> Who's in charge around here? 
It's a good question. I will purchase an Everrise Roll shirt, and you should do. Yeah, but for sure. They, what if they did, like, Sunday morning? My guess is it's going to be Tuesday. And, I don't know, there's just so much wrestling out there. That's I know, it's just, it's, it's brutal. That's five, that's five days of WWE content. In a row, Monday through Friday, you have WWE. If they put it on Tuesdays, Monday to Friday, you have WWE content on every day. Yeah, that's including the best weekly television show in the world. The uh, NXT UK. I hate when you say that, not because you're wrong, but because I know you don't watch that show. Because you, if you watch that show, you would like text me about it every once in a while, and you don't. So I know you don't watch it. I, I watch when I when I can when I can. No, you watch when I tell you there's something good on it because I barely watch it. Yeah, it's just Although, there's so much wrestling. This Thursday is uh, Kaylee Ray versus Mako Satomura, and I am Ooh. for the NXT UK Women's Title. That sounds fun. I think Mako's got to take it because Kaylee Ray has like beaten half the roster. Yeah, we need to get Kaylee Ray on a plane to Mexico and get her on NXT America. Why did she go to Mexico? Because they're UK. Oh, they're going. They're because if. Yeah, you, you, ha- you haven't noticed because yeah. you haven't been watching, but Jordan Devlin and Walter haven't been on NXT UK in a hot minute. So, and they've been playing those Imperium video packages. So I think we're going to unify this Cruiserweight title soon. And I think Walter is showing up to NXT America, perhaps to finish the business with Finn. That's beautiful. We need that match. I'm okay with just, that. Just some observations that neither of them have been on NXT UK in a hot minute. Which means they're potentially quarantining in Mexico. Very nice. I would like to see Finn and Walter. Yeah, that's uh, that. That is the, that might be the biggest tragedy match of of the pandemic. They're trying to save it for Takeover Dublin, but God knows when no, that's going to end we, up. We got to get we got to get this match out. This match would be outstanding. It would be. What if it's Finn versus Walter at Mania? I uh, see. I I definitely think the NXT titles give you defended at Mania, but I think. With the with the KOR, I think we gotta sort out the KOR Cole deal. unless KOR Cole is a separate feud, and then we go Finn and Walter. But Pete Dunne just pinned Finn on Wednesday, so I don't think that business is done. But they could have like a Halloween Havoc, New Year's Evil type special in between. Yeah. Now a Mania, so you can always do that there. I'm but assuming they're they're going to, but the Evolve show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we really don't know much about it. All we know is that a lot of the guys that participate are the guys they picked up from Evolve, like Kurt Stallion, August Gray. Brandy Lauren, I forget what her WWE name is now. Um, Joe Gacy, a lot of the guys they picked up from Evolve were the. It's basically an Evolve show, with also some lower card NXT talent sprinkled in. Um, it's basically the temporary replacement for the Florida Loop until everything starts opening up again, just to get guys that are sitting around the PC doing absolutely nothing, something to do. Yeah. Which, I mean, I'm not a wrestler, but I assume if you're just like sitting on your ass and not wrestling, you're not getting better. Yeah. And especially for those those guys of developmental, and you're probably getting worse, you know, because um, you have a coy smile there. I know, I look very nice. But uh, especially if they want to make it a more weekly show, think of think of if they get like a like a Kurt Stallion. Look at the entire roster, especially when they're in Florida, stuck there, uh, and look at how many evolve alumni are through this last night. Yeah, and we should we should mention that we don't know if this could be a weekly deal. We know they did like a set of tapings with like a couple months worth of content. But we don't know if this is just like a pandemic holdover or if this is gonna be like a permanent deal. Because theoretically Florida's open. They could do the Florida loop if they wanted to. I just think PR wise they know it's this is, this, not this the death. right move. And they they lose money on those Florida loop shows. So they're probably like, why the fuck could we do this when we just tape this shit in a warehouse and just you know. Fuck it. Yeah. 
but man, it should be interesting. Are you? Uh, are you, do you plan on watching these evolve shows whenever they they hit the air? I mean, I'll watch the first or couple because I'm assuming they're gonna be half hour. That would be my guess. Yeah, they're gonna be they're gonna be a half hour. Hour at most. I, I wouldn't expect anything more than that. Yeah, and uh, so I they, they at least have my interest to watch the first few. That's fair. That's kind of the same boat I'm in. See. See what they do with some of these guys. Um, I'm anxious to see if they bring back like the evolved titles for this thing. Like, is this? Well, yeah. didn't didn't I didn't? Isn't that also like a story that's out there? Yeah, there, well, there's a rumor that they tried taking a mold of the evolved world title, but no one knows if they tried doing it to like sell a replica or like make a new version of the belt. Like, no one knows why they took this mold, but and no one even knows if it was success. Because I think the story was they botched the mold. The fuck, you botched a mold. I I don't know. But they tried taking a mold of the Evolve title, but no one really knows what the... I, I don't think they'd sell replicas of the Evolve title. Like, no You're offense, not going to sell them. No offense to anyone at Evolve, but I just don't know what the market out there is. Outside of the Virgin Islands. My... my <laughs> I see what you did there. My guess is that the Evolve title wasn't the highest of quality, so they were trying to kind of like remake it, a better version of it, and they wanted a mold of it, but... Who does their belts now? Wildcat still? Wildcat does most of their belts. So, yeah. I mean, if they get a Wildcat version of it, you yeah. know, that's, I can understand them wanting that. But I don't understand why they need a mold. That's the thing. Like, usually, like, molds are for replica belts, which is weird. That I don't well, know. That's a rabbit hole. We'll figure yeah. that. That's a That's a bad bunny hole. But I just... Uh, God damn it. I'm going off for the puns today. Bad bunny. Bad punny. But, uh, Bad punny. There it is. But I am, I am very excited. Not ex- very excited. Not gonna lie. But uh, I'm very intrigued. Is what I want to say about what this is gonna be. So I will watch the first. On a scale from Raw to NXT UK, how intrigued are you? Impact. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! It's just I'm intrigued. I'm, my my curiosity. Call it's it a me. solid two hundred five live. It's a solid two hundred five live. Fair enough. Purple ropes forever. Purple ropes forever. Oh, I got. Although it. evolve is purple, so. I got into a ridiculous argument with the first one on Facebook, my wrestling group, yesterday. I feel like you, you get. I feel like you get all the smoke at Facebook. Oh yeah, are we talking about this Kane book? I just uh, thought of this. I'll do it next week. This is two weeks in a row. I, I'll do it next week. There's too much to talk about today. Okay, that's fair. And to be honest with you, I read one chapter and I have to read it again because I was seething in anger that I was reading this fucking book. It's supposed to be a punishment. That's the point. It, 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 trust me, it is. Like, it might be worse than me uh, getting registered as a sex offender in the game. No, no, it wasn't. I saw that in person. Nothing is worse than that. That was one of the worst nights of my life. I all telling you, I can't wear this. You go, why? And I came out <laughs> of that. Wa- you walked out. All that was missing was red lights and flames. <laughs> That's all that was missing. You, I was convinced you were Kane. You, you had me. Oh, my God. I was Elaine's Kane. There was, there was hellfire and brimstone. I was Kane's brother, Crane. <laughs> I, I, I looked like t- I looked like ten pounds of shit in a one pound bag, uh, but uh, oh my god! So yes, evolve is happening. Yes, uh, glad to see them use the brand name. Yeah, I mean they, they fucking bought it. They yeah, might as well. They, they bought it. They might as well use it, and they, that means they recognize it to an, at least the set that people watched it. So, and uh, Gabe Gabe Sapolsky is reportedly in charge, which makes sense because he was in charge of evolve. Yeah, good so. for him. He's, he's got a lot of experience. I wish he would come work with the company. He does. I mean, in a more traditional sense. I mean, I'm sure he will. Like, Eventually. Like, well, I don't, well, I don't well, think it's well, evolved. Well, they, they poached Borash. They, they, they poached Sapolsky. Uh, they have Daniel Bryan on the team. <laughs> you ran out of names, didn't you? I did. I ran out of names. There's someone else I want to say, and I can't think of who it is. But uh, Yeah, Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. They do have Scrap Daddy Adam Pierce. He wears all the hats. 
He wears all the hats, but is he even? What is he doing? What does he? What does he do? He's an Asian. Like what's? What does he actually do? His his like shoot job is an Asian. He's an agent. Yeah, and that's cool. Yeah, I like the guys in the Asian match. You just actually just talked about this, so. And somehow he got kayfabe authority figure. I don't. I don't know how. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. Well, he just kind of did. Like of all people, like half the half the people watching are not gonna know who he is. At, at first, it was him and Pat Buck. I don't yeah. know if Pat Buck got like murdered or something. But now, just just Adam Pierce is in charge of just everything now. And he's all right at it. Except SmackDown, where Sonya Deville helps for some reason. Oh, she's gonna turn on him. I hope and so. That's gonna be that's gonna that's gonna be her way back in. <laughs> Makes sense. But let's talk about Kyle O'Reilly. Oh, where do we even start with this? I guess I guess we should start with what happened. Yes. So at the end of NXT on Wednesday, Kyle O'Reilly took a brain buster onto the steps from Adam Cole, and I guess. I haven't seen the video. I know there's video out there. I didn't watch it. So, like, I can't say for sure that it looked like a seizure. But my brother is also a type 1 diabetic like Kyle O'Reilly. And I've seen him probably have 10 to 12 seizures in my lifetime. Most of them when I was really young. And that shit was scary. Like, when I was really young and you'd have one, I would, like, run in my room and close my door. That's how scary that shit would be. Sounds terrifying. So, like, if he was selling, like, if he looked like he was having a seizure... I would probably come to that conclusion knowing my experience with type 1 di- diabetes. I know you said you wouldn't, but I guess that's just where our personal experiences differ. But basically, someone saw Kyle O'Reilly selling, and they saw a stretcher and Triple H come out, and they took a picture, took a video, and put it on Twitter that Kyle O'Reilly suffered a seizure. And basically, everyone ran with it at the point where people like Malcolm Bivens, Dakota Kai, like people on the NXT roster were like, thinking holy shit this guy's having a seizure but it turns out he wasn't he was just selling and this I have to say hell of a sell job yeah like i said if i didn't you sell if you sell the people you think you're having a seizure hell of a sell job. yeah like i said i didn't see the pictures or the video of like what i happened. saw a little bit i can I kind of understand like if, if but you have to know he's a diabetic and you have to be familiar with seizures to know what that was happening yeah and i guess whoever reported it was and everyone just kind of took their word for it and then some, like, really weird discourse happened online. First, there were people questioning it. Then there were people that were more concerned about getting worked than they were about another human being's safety. Well, first of all, the NXT and WWE had to release a statement. Yeah. They but they didn't do this for, like, four or five hours after. Yeah. Well, I mean, so they were just letting... I know, them, no, no, I yeah, know. I'm not, not, I'm not blaming them for yeah. that. I'm just trying to, like, set the timeline straight. Yeah, so they, they released a statement saying, listen, he was just... He's okay. Yeah. Like, he did not have a seizure. Yeah. But, uh, so they did that, and then something really weird happened online. Yeah, like, people were getting mad at WWE for, like, doing a seizure angle, but, like, no one from WWE ever said this is no, a seizure. No, like, it was not what it was supposed to be. Yeah. Some some mark with a camera said it was a seizure, and everybody just ran the story. And, like, I don't even necessarily blame that guy. It's just... There should have been, like, some more due diligence before, like, the internet just ran with it, you know? Oh, the internet the internet runs with a fake I, story? I um, but that's that's kind of the topic I want to get to. Where do you think the line is in 2021 with angles like this, knowing that, let's say, 90% of the people who watch wrestling know it's a work? In your opinion, is it okay? Now, let's... I know they weren't doing a seizure angle, but let's say they were doing a seizure angle. In your opinion, is it okay for them to do a seizure angle with a type 1 diabetic if that's what they were doing? No. Okay, that's... But 
if he's selling. And to be clear, we're, neither of us are saying that's what they did. We're no, just this is that's not. What this they is did. just hypothetical. Talk. Well, we're, we're not saying that they did do that. We're saying that they absolutely did not because they yes. did it. That was not the whole right point of that. Well, I, my question is, if that's if that was what they were doing, is that okay? And your answer is no. I don't believe so. No. Okay, but I'm assuming you're the same answer. But I could. I. It depend if Kyle's okay with it. I yeah, wouldn't have, I have an a issue problem with that too. I have a problem with it. No, like if if there's if they if he's okay with it. I've said this on the on this podcast before. You can't be more offended than the person that yeah, it was that you're defending. This goes back to the whole Jeff Hardy drug abuse deal, which we had differing opinions on. Yes, a little bit different than this. Uh, but if Kyle's okay with it, and like, what, what if he pitched it? What if Kyle's like, listen, I'm a diabetic. I can. I'm not going to say fake a seizure, but if you can have commentary mention it, you know what I'm saying? I don't think that's the yeah. worst thing, but I I think it's a little too touched. It's it's a little, that line is real fucking thin. Like that's, it's, that's, it's, that's, it's just, that's the thing. Where do you, I would avoid it. I would avoid it completely. That's the thing. Where do you think the line is in 2021? But I, but well, I don't, I don't know where the line is. Cause just two years ago, like there was an open, they were, people were openly talking about Finn going after Brock Lesnar's diverticulitis. Not the same thing. No, I know. But along the same lines. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And once again, this is also not the same. But there were people in 2018, there are still people that think Roman's leukemia was a work to get him more over. Yeah. Like, there are people that... Hint, hint jackasses, it wasn't. There are people that legitimately believe that. And it's just like, wrestling fans in the modern age are more concerned about being smart and not getting worked. They try to see through everything... They can't just enjoy the yes, show. Yes, that that is a problem, and the wrestlers know that's a problem. And it's just like, and that's why that's why I I took a step back because I don't want to think like that. I I watch wrestling to enjoy the show, and I get it. Like, and I like it. Trust me, I love doing this, and I love doing this with you. But my first and overall goal when I watch wrestling is to watch it and to enjoy the yeah, show. Yeah, and and I get like. What's going on backstage is fun, and it adds another layer to wrestling yeah. that you don't get with anything else. Yes, and and but that's what makes so that's what makes wrestling so great that it, people get so invested that they want to know how they do it. Yeah, they want to know how how it has, it's all been done. But there's got to be a fucking line. It's like we talked about this. This is like a uh, fucking what's his name, uh, Richard Jewell. Oh yeah, that guy. Yeah, uh, Paul Walter. Paul, Paul Walter. Ah, I see what you did there. <laughs> Paul Walter Hauser, I believe, is his name. I think you're right. I legitimately I, thought I think it's Paul Walter I think Hauser. you're right. When, when uh, Brody Lee died, and he, like, used a shoot fucking name. Yeah, and Nick, Dolph's shoot fucking Nick, name. Nick Nemeth and John Huber had a great Like, we both match. texted each other, and we said, it's, like, this tweet pisses me the fuck off. Yeah, it's like, like it's, not, a, it's not time to be yeah, super there's inside. Of, there's guy. a time and place for that. And it was just that that anger me. Just enjoy the show, people. And if and if he was like friends with with Brody and Dolph, that'd be one thing. You know yeah. what I mean? But like, yeah. if you're not, I, I don't think he is. I, yeah, maybe and, he is. I don't know. Yeah. But I don't. I don't think you should just sit back and watch a show. You're gonna overthink wrestling. And I I, have, I live by a motto when it comes to wrestling. With the people that that do not like it, I'm not gonna say do not like it. I, I, I have a, a friend that you, you don't uh, know. Uh, you know, but you don't. Is, is not one of the regulars that are here. Yeah. And uh, he stopped by we, I was, when I, last week when I was watching TakeOver. And he said, I have no problem with this. It just do, does nothing for me. And that's and, fair. And I said, yeah, that's fair. And I said, I respect that opinion. But the wrestling haters, I think, honestly, think it's genetics. I think, I think people that hate wrestling suffer from one or two things. One of two things. They either overthink it or underappreciate it. 
and and they cannot find that happy medium. But if you keep trying to get backstage, you're going to overthink it and you're going to stop enjoying it. Trust me, I've seen it happen to people. See, and see, I try to not make it happen to me. My theory was always like the people that like overtly go out of their way to shit on wrestling in public. Yeah. My theory was like those people always secretly love it and they're too embarrassed to admit it. <laughs> that was always my theory with that. Because why would you put so much energy into something that you you don't care about? You know what I mean? Uh, it doesn't love to hate things. It doesn't make any sense. So like people love to hate things. When I I never see Bryson DeChambeau, I will not. I was gonna buy a golf club, and then he was their sponsor, and I'm not buying their clubs. I love to hate things. Well, that's like a that's like a theory. That's why like all these companies pay so much in sponsorship. Yeah. Like yeah. people think if you're a Sixers fan. You're going to choose Wells Fargo as your bank because they sponsor the Sixers yeah. Arena. Guess what? I don't. Does it really work? I don't fucking... I don't have TD Bank, and I'm a Celtics fan. I don't even think we have any TDs around here anyway. Yeah, there's a Wells Fargo here. Yeah, there, there's definitely Wells Fargo's here. You can, you can take an, an MVP out of the uh, out of the uh, ATM machine. I can't even say anything because you're probably right. Oh, he's unreal. But anyway, back to back on track here. Um, do you think... The majority of wrestling fans are too concerned with the backstage stuff and it's like an industry-wide problem? Or do you think it's just an internet minority? I think we're getting there. Yeah. I think we're getting to that. I think we're getting to that thing where wrestling's no longer enjoyable because everybody's going to give a fuck what happens backstage. Yeah. Look, look at the internet right now. Look at, look, at, look at Twitter throughout this entire night. Yeah. And some people like us, uh, I mean, I, as in people... And we're guilty of it, too. Like, we were trying to figure out where they were going, we like, tr- what direction they are going with we shit. We try not to be guilty of it. And I don't think we are... Definitely not to the extent that some people Yes, are. I don't think we are repeat offenders or even serious offenders. But, like, when we've watched wrestling for so long, it's nice to talk about where you think they're going or how would you do it. And but, I don't think that's anything wrong with that. Because, no, like, if not. you're watching Breaking Bad, you're like, huh, where are they going yeah. with it? That's just, like, it's natural it's, for any it's, TV it's, series it's, or it's, movie. It's one thing that still makes wrestling different than everything else. But we're not trying to, to, to dig into, like, the, the actor behind Walter White, like, what his, like, we're not trying to dig into his fucking past. And, yeah. you know what I mean? Like, I don't know. Yeah, it's, it's just, just it's, wrestling, wrestling is so unique to anything else. Yeah, it's just, and it can't be explained. Yeah. It's 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 just there's nothing. Well, that's another reason. That's another reason that I I think people hate wrestling, because people love comparing things to things, and you cannot compare wrestling to anything. Yeah, I mean the 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 closest thing is like I don't even know. It's, it's like, like a drama series and the UFC. It's like Circus Olay combined with fucking boxing, combined with Broadway, combined with pro football. It's weird. Yeah, it's just it's. It's a whole thing. It's just, it's, it's a whole thing. But yeah, just, I'm glad Kyle O'Reilly didn't have a season. Yeah, yeah, that's, that's, like, the, that's the main thing. I'm glad, the, the main thing is I'm glad Kyle O'Reilly's all right. For, for his, for his sake, and then, like, I think this is his last chance. What do you mean? I mean, this is going to happen now. Like, the, this whole thing with Cole. Oh, it yeah. has It has to happen now. Oh, yeah. I don't, yeah. When do so, you think it's going to fucking happen? No, I mean, I just had to. An, an injury, and that's what he would have to take care of, would set the storyline back, and I would. Not I don't necessarily agree because Ciampa fucking tore his ACL right after the turn, and he came back a year later, and it was still as hot as it ever. That's true. Fuck you. That's why you're better at me than this. But uh, just that's it. I just I I'm looking forward to where they go. I trust them. Yeah, I so much. 
I was just confused on why people were blaming WWE when WWE never said it was a seizure. Yeah, no, they just they were just literally Kyle. It was Kyle. Like you could get there was a lot of things to to get mad at WWE for, but, but shooting should... shooting an angle isn't one of them. Like yeah, and I'm not trying to like dunk on the people that thought he was having a seizure, but like. Odds are, if he was having a shoot seizure, there wouldn't be a camera, like, pointed directly at his yeah. face. You know what I mean? Yeah, there wouldn't be lights. They'd shut the fucking lights off. And I get that, like, Triple H was out there, and they were, they were trying to make it look real, and maybe that's part of the issue. But, may, but, but I understand why yeah, they were. It's, just, it's, it's like, it's a, it's a catch-22. You know yeah. what I mean? It's All like, you need is one person to say the one wrong thing, and, yeah. and, and then we're, we're down a seizure rabbit hole. And that's the power of the internet. Like, yeah. one person tweeted out a picture of him on the stretcher, and it's like, holy shit, Kyle O'Reilly just had a seizure. And, like, next thing you know, like, I was seeing all these tweets. I hope Kyle O'Reilly's okay. Seizure, 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 seizures. Not seizure. Seizure's good. Seizure salad, best meal in the world. Don't fucking say that. I had a salmon Caesar salad on Friday. A what? Salmon Caesar salad, dude. I'm having salmon tomorrow. You know what I'm having with it? What? Mashed potatoes. What the fuck? You know I don't like mashed potatoes. I know I don't. I know you don't. See, I, although I can't eat salads. Well, I, I could. I could I, yeah, of course. No, I enjoy salads. That was mean. I, that was mean. That was very and mean. And I, I enjoy salads, but working in freezers all day, I need something hot to eat. Well, the meat in the salad is hot. It is, but the rest of it's not. I mean, you got me there. I need. I need. I, need, <laughs> I do. I, I have no rebuttal like, to that. I need a hot meal when I when I'm after I get done working in the freezer. I just have to have it, or I'm not satisfied. Well, just have your Caesar salads on the weekends when you're off. I do have a salad today. I have a salad today. There you go. I had a spinach salad though. That's acceptable. What kind of dressing? Uh, Parmesan peppercorn. I'll take it with chicken. I'll, yeah, it sounds delectable. I love Parmesan peppercorn. I think you've told me this before. It's the best. The best. It's the best you, out there. You shit on me for buying Ken's dressing. Then oh, the, then, then the ultimate rib was your Parmesan peppercorn was Ken's, and you look stupid. I, I always look stupid. Much like Seamus of the Mohawk. Mm, no, he's the fella. But okay, time for some Jacksonville news. Let's let's hop on the all elite fleet. Uh, With, what's your dark order number? Fifty six. I Def- don't know. They emailed me once. They never got back. Definitely, to me. definitely a lineman number. Oh, 63. Give me, give, yeah, give me 63. Dark Order member 63. I'm, I'm sure that one isn't taken. Or weirdly is, because 5 came after 10. And Well, Andy J is 99, and there sure as hell aren't 99 members. Uh, but that was a shout-out to Wayne Gretzky from Brody Lee, so I'm not going to judge. Yeah. Oh, is that what it is? Yeah. That's, uh, yeah, she put out a story shortly after his passing. He was the one – she was the one number that he got to pick – I guess, like, everyone else, like, picked their own numbers or whatever. But, like, I guess Tony Khan asked him to pick Anna Jay's number, and he picked 99 as a tribute to Wayne Gretzky because he loves hockey. He's a huge hockey fan. Yeah. Yeah, there's some great stories of him and Man, Christian Did you see uh, Sami Zayn's tweet where they couldn't take him out of the fantasy hockey league, so, like, they auto-drafted his team, and his team kicked Sami Zayn's, Sami Zayn's ass, and Sami's like, if he was here, he'd be making fun of me so much. I can't believe I got into Dark Order over a year after I applied. Well... They're going through some. They're going through some growing pains. And it? why do they have e- angels? Well, Email me. Who who you want to? I don't know. Fit, uh, Johnny. He's too busy. He's not busy. Um. But yeah, let's, okay. start, so let's start the AW news. Uh, Sting took a bump. Yeah, yeah. Whew. So it was snowing in Jacksonville once again, and Sting came out to confront 
most of Team Taz, except Ricky Starks and Powerhouse Hobbs, who are stuck in Texas, hope they're doing all right because that's a yeah, that's a that's, that's a, a whole situation. Maybe that's why Lee couldn't be the show. They live in Orlando. They live in Orlando. Yeah, Lee's hurt. Lee supposedly. is he hurt? Yeah, that's too hurt. Like a... supposedly he got hurt in a segment with Lashley two weeks ago because he wasn't on Raw Monday either. Oh, well, so I, I don't we'll know. About I don't know what. Yeah, we'll get that. there later. Yeah. Um, this but is any, terrifying. Oh, by the way, congrats to, to Keith Lee and Mia Yim on their engagement. Yes, that's awesome. Yeah. They seem fun. Keith, Keith Lee seems like a wonderful person. Although, uh, Mia Yim, don't piss her off or she'll get some retribution. No, what was her name? Reckoning. Reckoning, yeah. Poor Damien Priest. <laughs> Still haven't renamed that finisher. Maybe she's. Maybe they just won't. Maybe we'll just have two Reckonings on Raw. Maybe, 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 he'll, uh, maybe he'll end up in retribution. I, maybe, maybe no, no, don't, no, no. That's also if they're he, doing so well with him. Don't, don't do that now. If he ends up in retribution, that might be the largest faction in history. That would be a mean guy. They would win the Mean Guy Classic by default. Like Thor's not a small person, and he's the small. He'd be the smallest person in there. If if T Bar does not make a run in the Mean Guy Classic this year, I will be ultra. I'm making burner accounts just to vote for T Bar. But we, but also Mace. That's true, but T Bar is huge. T Bar needs absolutely. T Bar needs to knock Kevin Owens off. Like they stood next, they stood, they stood next to each other today, and I couldn't believe it. Mace Dio Madden was bigger than Dijak, and I mean, Dijak's he, fucking huge. He was a fucking left tackle in the NFL. Yeah, it's still third round like, draft pick. Pretty impressive. Yeah, that's like that's like I don't know. That's usually like left tackles are like gold. You know what I'm saying? Like, the, the, there's usually a lot of left tackles gone by the third round. Uh, there's a reason he didn't work out, I guess. Yeah. But, Jesus Christ. But, okay, Sting took a powerbomb. Yes. So, anyway, Sting came out with the remaining members of Team Taz. They got in a little bit of a scuffle. And then, they just did, like, the most nonchalant bump ever. Like, you think... How much could he take? Well, see, the thing is, like, here's my deal. We all know... That, like, when you watch Edge wrestle or when you watch Brian wrestle for the first couple times, you were legitimately scared shitless. And it added to the drama. Like, when Sting was picked up for that powerbomb, I was scared shitless. And, like, they didn't even build to it or anything. Just fucking powerbomb the guy. And then they did that weird camera shot from, like, up top. Or just, like, him. He looked like he realized he was 62. Yeah. Uh, it tells me a couple things. One, this match isn't going to be in Savannah. Well, well... I'll, we'll get to that in a minute, but I, sh- I should preface that with this. On the AEW post show, which I know you watch every week, Tony... I, just, I can't get enough of the AEW post show. <laughs> Tony Schiavone said that it was Sting's idea to do the bump to show everyone he's safe and he's fine. Okay. So that's... that's now fine. Now continue with what you're saying. But there's still a shock value to it. Yeah, absolutely. And, like, and that's just built in. Yeah. It's just built in. Like, the whole street fight, I'll be holding my breath, because I don't want to see the fucking guy paralyzed. Yeah. But, uh... It tells me a couple things. One, he's like you said, the manager's not going to be cinematic. Yeah. Sting looks like he really wants to do it. He gets beautiful spring stinger splashes. And uh, two, it tells me the lead booker has a lot of faith in Brian Cage because he just let him he just let him hit his finish on his bat his favorite wrestler of all time. Yeah. Who's sixty two and his neck taped together with scotch tape. Yeah. I mean, if you believe the the rumor and innuendo. Sting has been pushing Vince to let him wrestle for, like, the past three or four years, and Vince just wouldn't do it. And that's why he's there. And you know what? I, I guarantee it's because Sting wasn't a WWE guy. Because 
Edge got the call from Tony Khan, and he was cleared. Daniel Bryan's contract was running up, and he was cleared. I bet you when Paige's contract starts to expire, she'll be cleared. Because they're all WWE guys. But Sting wasn't. Vince probably never even wanted Sting. He just, like, it was just one of those deals where, hey, Sting's available. He's never been here. We could sell a lot of merch. Let's do it. Yeah. So. But it was quite it's quite terrifying. Yeah. But it, it looked good, and I like that angle now that I didn't like before. Yeah, I'm happy for Sting. Um, but I would rather it be Powerhouse Hobbs than, and then, than Cage. Although they're not letting Hobbs touch him. I wouldn't either. No, I wouldn't either. So that's 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 fine. But the cage still could be made because you think about, think about they're going to do one big bump with him. Yeah, I, I still think Darby's going to take ninety five percent of the bumps in that show. Sting will take a table bump. I guarantee it. Yeah, Sting will just take probably one or two bumps, maybe like one big bump. I, I think they're winning, so they yeah, have to win. Although Team Taz could really use the win, well, they probably won't get it, but they could really use it. But yeah. Sting took a bump, and he seemed all right, so that's good. Yes, that's very good. Up next, uh, Thunder Rosa and Riho wrestling on Bleacher Report. So a lot of controversy behind this one. Um, It was announced that next Sunday, I guess technically this Sunday, um, February 28th, the American semifinal uh, AEW bracket will take place on Bleacher Report featuring Riho and Thunder Rosa. And this got a lot of people on AEW mad, AEW fans mad, I should say. And there was a lot of finger pointing. Kenny Omega said, if you want to see more women on Dynamite, tweet TNT and tell them, which led to people thinking that there's a rumor got started that TNT was only allowing one women's match per week, which would kind of add up with everything we've seen because we've never seen more than one women's match on a Dynamite. So it appears that Maybe that could have something to do with it. But the reason that the company gave for them putting the uh, match on Bleacher Report... Now, it's not on Bleacher Report Live. It's not on what their pay-per-views are on. It's just going to be on Bleacher Report. And they have, like, 41 million Twitter followers, like, 63 million Instagram followers. So their justification is, you know, a potential 150 million people could see this match. There's pros and cons to everything involving this. Yeah. Absolutely. Uh, one con. Tony. Two cons. Chad. Sadiq. Do you know what he? How he made his money? Yeah, the repairable bumper. Yeah. Yeah, I told you that last week. Oh, well, fuck that then. I thought I read, I thought I read that in line or some shit. No, I t- we go listen to the show back, bud. I was in the show every week. I hate, just, I hate the sound of my own voice. So do I. Like when I'm talking on the phone and like I hear my own echo in the phone, I See, cringe. At least, at least you have tone in your voice. I medically don't. I sound like I sound like fucking Helen Keller on this thing. Reminds me of the Family Guy clip where like Helen Keller's faking it so like she go get fucked up every weekend. Yeah, it's good shit. But uh, one con is the best wrestler in your division is wrestling on Bleacher Report, and if you want. But is that a con? Let me get there. Okay. Let me get them. And I, it's not a con, but I'll tell you the pro of it. Uh, the best wrestler, and I'm not talking about Rio either. Uh, I figured you weren't. Uh, but then Riho's probably maybe the most popular wrestler in the division. I will, and she's probably like the third best or second yeah. best. She's good. I know. You, I know but she's small, but that I doesn't know, mean she's not good. One con is is if how's it going to work for your women's division if your top stars are wrestling on Bleacher Report? But I get it because 
it puts a little more. They don't get lost in any shuffles of Bleacher Report. This match is specifically for them. Yes. On Bleacher Report. Yeah. And uh, you said there's, there's there's a chance you can watch this match by accident. That's, you know what, what, they're, I'm that's what they're hoping for. Yeah. Like there's, there's a pro and con to it. I get it. I don't think it should be pointing anybody's fingers at either Kenny or. I mean, I can point fingers at Kenny all day for the way they booked at the video. He'll point him back. Because it's terrible. No, he'll point a little finger gun at me. And that's the most threatening movie does. But, uh,. I get it. I really do. I just think it's bad optics if you look at it one way, but I just choose not to look at that one way. And what's also getting people hot is that, you know what a match this Wednesday on Dynamite is? What? Jake Hager versus Brandon Cutler. What? That That's, that's a match on Dynamite this week. I don't think I've ever heard a match I want to see less. And they are putting that on Dynamite instead of Riho and Thunder Rosa. And that's kind of what's getting people even more angry. Yes, I'd be angry. That they are putting Brandon Cutler and uh, Jake Hager on, which we know is going to be a squash and just build heat for the inner circle deal. And, yeah, that's that match will be on over Rio and Rio Thunder and Rosa. Thunder Rosa. So that's kind of that's not helping the situation. No, but I just, they just got to figure that out. Um... I'm not as gloom and doom about it as you are. I'm not even gloom and doom about it. I just said there's one pro and one con. Just because their audience is so hardcore that you could put this match on Pornhub and they'd go seek it out. Yeah, I mean, we're both going to watch it. Yeah. Like, well, I, does, I'm not, I might not watch it live, but I will watch yeah, it. I don't even know what time it is. I just know it's on the 28th. Yeah, but, but like I said, I probably won't watch it live, but I will watch it. So... It, I don't know. And, like, if the chance maybe a couple hundred to a couple thousand ideally stumble... I mean, ideally a couple million stumble across it, but I don't think that many people are going to click on it. Um, but, I mean, if you gain some new viewers from it, great. I mean, sh- shit, that's the goal. Can't hurt. Like, AEW is doing very well financially, but the thing is, how do you grow your audience? And that's hard for everybody. WWE struggling to do it. AEW struggling to do it. I mean... They're still doing great, but their premiere did 1.4 million, and they're down to about 700 to 900 thousand, somewhere in that 200k range. So they're down like 400 thousand people from the premiere, which was expected. SmackDown's down like a million people from their premiere, so you're gonna have drop-offs, obviously. But that's the thing: like, how do you grow your audience and get back to that level? That's kind of what they're trying to figure out, and maybe. Putting Thunder Rosa and Rio on Bleacher Report will help that. Maybe it won't, but oh, there's no harm. I just think if this was if this was like Kenny versus Hangman, I don't think the backlash would be as much as it is. It's just because people people rightfully so think the women's division hasn't been handled as well as it should be, and this is just yet another kick in the dick. I so I think that's kind of why there's more backlash. To that's it fair. Than, like I, like I think if it was. Even if it was, like, Young Bucks versus Private Party, I don't think there'd be as much backlash because the tag division is one of the things they've done incredible with. So I think just a combination of it being the women's division and just being another body blow to a division that really needs some more TLC. Yes, I couldn't have said it better myself. All right, last but not least, there's going to be a death match in American pay-per-view. Not just a death match, an exploding barbed wire death match. So it's announced at the end of Dynamite that John Moxley will get his rematch at Revolution, and it will be in an exploding barbed wire death match. And they said it will be like the Kawasaki Stadium death matches, 
like Funk and Cactus and Onita and Hayabusa, all that. It's that's the style it's gonna be. And it's interesting they're going this route because the uh, Kenny versus Moxley match from Full Gear two years ago is perhaps the most polarizing match in company history. A lot of people love that match. And a lot of people hated that match. There was nobody in the middle on the fence about that match. Everybody was either loved it or hated it. And, you know, I will say this about AEW. And maybe from a business sense, it's not the best strategy. But the thing I could appreciate on AEW is they have something for everybody. Yeah. Every episode of AEW Dynamite, there's at least one thing I love. There's also usually every episode of AEW Dynamite at least one thing I hate. Because they're trying to cater to every type of wrestling fan. They're trying to cater to the deathmatch crowd. The high-flying lucha crowd. The the catch-as-catch-can crowd. They're trying to have something for everybody. And one person on that on that Cody. show that's catch-as-catch-can. Cody. Cody's a Southern American style. Dude, he was a fucking high school champion. That's true. He doesn't wrestle like it, though. Yeah, he does. Are you kidding me? Okay. He wrestles straight out of the 80s NWA. That's fair. But you're right. That's I never really thought about it like that. It's just the hardcore is just not our cup of tea. Yeah, I, yeah. I but mean, I'm not. I will be. I'm gonna say curious. It. I'm, I'm, I'm morbidly gonna, I'm curious. Say it. I'm weirdly excited. I mean, yeah, we haven't seen anything like this in America. Like I'm on, sure on this scale ever. Like I'm sure if I could get a hands on like Foley and Funk ones, I we would. And the thing is, the, the thing is going to be in the execution. Because these things either look incredibly badass or incredibly corny. There's no in-between. You know what I mean? Yeah. So I know TN, TNA did the electrified cage like 16 years ago with LAX and Team 3D. And it was the shits. It was awful because it was so hokey. And I don't think this will be that because death matches are, are like a passion of Moxley. And so, he knows how to do them. So I, I think this is, there's going to be a lot of lot of work put into this one. And I don't think the pyrotechnics are going to be over the top. I think it's just going to be the right amount. I'm interested to see if they move it to the football stadiums. So they have, like, more room for, for pyro and all that. Because I can't imagine them doing that in dailies. But Yeah, I'm, I, just, I, I'm, I'm excited. It's first death match on American pay-per-view. On major American pay-per-view. Yeah, yeah. yeah. There hasn't been one to this scale with this kind of budget with two legitimate top pro wrestlers in the world. Yeah, and on a build on TV. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I, I yeah, I am very I'm very intrigued and very excited for it. And yeah. I hated their first match. You know how much I hate their first yeah, match. Yeah, I wasn't a fan of it either. And I'm gonna go into this with an open mind, but I don't think I'm gonna be a fan of this one either. No, but this is gonna get just bad. But I'm ex But, but I, I appreciate the fact that they're trying this. Because I think that's one of the issues with WWE. And granted, WWE is a publicly traded company. They can't do exploding death matches. I'm not saying they should. But AEW aren't afraid to take risks like this. And they're the company that's only a year and a half old. Like, yeah. they should be the ones scared to take risks. But they're not. You're right. You're right. WWE, meanwhile, never mind. I was going to completely shit on them, but I'm not going to. Oh, that's good. Making so, progress. What are you talking about? I'm very fair. You are. So, 
Anything else to say about exploding barbed wire death matches? No, I'm not going to like it, but I'm weirdly excited I feel like for I had a like, little Wisconsin accent coming out there when I said barbed. You did. You said, uh, who's in barbed? Who's in barbed? Although, it sounds like you're saying uh, barbed, like Randy said it in Trailer Bar Boys. Ah. But that is it for the news. We hope you enjoyed our segment. Coming up next, uh, Elimination, Chamber. Elimination Chamber Review. There you go. Stay just tuned. Just a few hours ago. A few hours? Hours. It's like a Ken Mauer? I, I wouldn't say minutes, but... Your, your favorite your favorite ref, Ken Mauer? No, more of a Joe Mauer. Okay. Than former MVP. Go Twins. Go Twins. There you go. Well, you all just missed a riveting edition of Hooked on Phonics off air, so... Yes, Tony was wrong. No, right. you were wrong. No, are you drunk? Like, I... I <laughs> Maybe. I totally said deity, and you're like, no, it's called deity. Diocese. No, diocese. Yeah, but it's it's deity. You're a deity of shit. No, that's Mikey Ito. Maki. Maki Ito. Micah Ito. M- Maki Ito. Yeah. Her, her, did, she, did she run that chocolate pro wrestling? No, that's uh, Emi Sakura. Oh, that's Freddie Mercury? Yeah, but okay. she, but she's a very big part of it. So is Minoru Suzuki. What? Yeah, he wrestled there. That sounds horrible. Why? It's Minoru Suzuki. It's awesome. They don't have a ring. What the hell are you going to do? They're an apart- they wrestle in an apartment building. It's I know. great. It's just Jesus. How's that? How do you not like that? I don't know. It's weird to me. That's a different conversation. But Elimination Chamber just wrapped up about an hour and a half ago. Also known as No Escape in Germany. Also known as No Escape in Germany. And le- and, and and JBL will let you know that. But, oh, uh, God. What a dumbass. What how a did, heel. How did he think that was okay? What a heel. No, that goes beyond being a heel. That's a heel. You, you can't do that. MJF would never. If you, if you don't know what we're talking about, Google JBL Live Event Germany. I'm sure it'll come up. <laughs> That's not as bad as Jericho almost getting detained in Brazil. No, it is because... Like, I wouldn't think throwing a flag would be that big of a deal. <laughs> Maybe it's just because, like, we're ignorant Americans. Well, he's Canadian, so he doesn't. He's from Winnipeg, you idiot. He was born in Manhasset, New York, though. Yes, and, and now he just eats cheese curds. He eats ridiculous amount of poutine. It's not even funny. A lot of bubbly. No poontang, but poutine. Yeah. Uh, his wife has other you realize, uh You realize... God, I wasn't going to go. I wanted to go there, but I wasn't going to go there, and you did. She just had other obligations. Let's say what they are. I heard Hank Aaron. He was... he was he Poor was bastard. A, yeah. <laughs> they got him. Tamron Hank. <laughs> they got him. Barry Bonds is behind it. Oh, man. I love Hank Aaron. May he rest in peace. How do you not, dude? He's the GOAT. That's one of the greatest moments in sports history. Although you're a big you're a big Bonds guy. Oh, I I know you've it's a that's the hill you've gone you've gone on these rants before. It's a hill I'm dying that I'm I will die on. Barry Bonds, if any any baseball fans out there, Barry Bonds not being in the Hall of Fame is the biggest crime in the history of the Hall of Fame. You are not a legitimate Hall of Fame until you have Barry Bonds in. Barry Bonds might be the greatest player in the history of your sport. And and he's talking, and there was steroids, steroids, steroids. Well, eighty percent of the fucking league was on steroids, and none of them were getting walked with the bases loaded intentionally. You know what? Honestly, I tend to agree. Intentionally, like, none of that. None, none of them hit seventy-four home runs in a season. Like none you, of them have five hundred stolen bases, nine gold gloves, and twelve silver sluggers. You can't. You can't. Or twelve batting titles. You can't sluggers. punish a select group of people for a thing that everyone was doing. Yeah. You know, it was just like. Yeah, people take steroids. It sucked. It ruined the integrity of the game, but it happened, and everyone did it. Like it is what it is. Yeah, it's just it's, it's ridiculous. It's I'm like, more angry about Pete Rose. Yeah, but Pete Rose, every time he gets close, he fucks us. He fucks it up. Listen, the dude bet on his own team. That's not cheating. That's swagger. 
Yeah, it's 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 yeah, it is. And but Pete Rose is also him not being in is ridiculous. He's in he's in a legitimate Hall of Fame though. He is in a legitimate Hall of Fame. All right, but anyway, you realize that Elimination Chamber was the last normal. Hold on. I'm gonna read you some Barry Bonds stats. Oh, here we go. Before we go here, here we go. Seventy three home runs in a single season record. Seventy hundred and sixty two home runs career record. He has four hundred eight home runs on four hundred different four hundred fifty different pitchers. That's actually really impressive. He has 74 home runs after he's 40. He has 28 home runs after he's 43. He, he had 14 seasons with 30 or more home runs straight. Uh, he, he, had a, he had a slugging percentage in a single second or single season record. <laughs> that, was, that was easy for you to say there, bud. 863. Uh, he, he had a 1.2 slugging percentage in the World Series. He has eight years of a higher than 600 slugging percentage. He had a 609 on base percentage one year. He had he walked 232 times in 2004. He got walked 100. He got intentionally walked 120 times in 2004. Oh no! What? Shayna Baszler and Nia Jax want to be called Shania now. Oh no! There's only one Shania. But he is just ridiculous. He got intentionally walked seven plate appearances in a row. <laughs> but okay elimination chamber do you realize that last year's elimination chamber was the last normal pay-per-view we've had yes yeah, so we were both there i knew you were gonna say that because we you were. just you just have to be a cocky prick about it yeah like we were there and you weren't there we, we were there and you weren't yeah that's true unless you were which you had a good show cesaro breaking breaking news i've been driving for an hour in silence i don't really know what to say so close thanks to everyone who believed and still does i still do i appreciate you always you have a high profile match and to segue into that, we kick off. A, well, actually, we have to talk about the pre-show matches because, boy, oh boy! So I walked in halfway through this match. Of course, uh, Keith Lee, unfortunately, could not be in the U.S. title match. He was pulled due to injury, and I feel for the guy. He misses the Royal Rumble and now a high-profile pay-per-view match for the U.S. title, which he probably would have won. It that sucks. That really sucks. For no reason of his own, his main roster run has not been good. No, it's just, it's, it's, it's a lot, it's just snake bitten. Yeah, it and It's not even the company's fault either. It just keeps, it's, it, it sucks. But he'll get there. All right, so. I have all the faith in the world in him. So, fatal four way match for the winner takes Keith Lee's place in the triple threat. Elias takes on Mustafa Ali, t- uh, Ricochet, and John Morrison won seven minutes and 10 seconds. All right, so let's talk about this match. Ricochet was the MVP of this match. He was flying around, kicking all types of ass. And then all of a sudden, Retribution had enough of his bullshit. He tried doing a dive to the outside to Ali, but T-Bar and Mace caught him and powerbombed him back first into the ring post, which looked like it sucked. It like no fun at all. And they were all getting in his face, screaming at him, which distracted Ali, which allowed John Morrison to roll him up from the outside of the ring back into the ring for the pin. <laughs> what an awesome way to end Are there... Bigger geeks on the planet Earth than Retribution. No, D-Bar just tweeted, damn it. <laughs> I mean, what else can you say? What else can you say at that point? Yeah, they are hysteric. Like, they, they're creeping back into the throwing, the, 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 to the not them throwing things through windows, people. They are cartoon villains. They are. They literally are. They fail in the most spectacular ways. <laughs> like, they don't just lose. They always do some goofy bullshit and lose. <laughs> and I love watching it. I'm sorry. They're so funny. And somehow Ricochet still comes off as the biggest geek in the match. <laughs> because he constantly loses to these people. 
<laughs> Everyone beats them except Ricochet. Poor Dijak. Yeah, poor Ali. Ali's getting ribbed. I wish he's the leader. Dijak is the Dijak is the geek in the mask. <laughs> the geek. There are multiple geeks in masks. He's a geek in a mask. At least his name isn't Slap Jack. It's fucking T Bar. <laughs> it's better than Slap Jack. Is it? Yes. I can like I can buy T Bar. You can't buy Slap Jack. No, no, I cannot. I mean, Slap Jack wears a hockey mask though, so it is, it is kind of a geek. <laughs> you don't say. T Bar looks like Bane. At least he looks cool. He's jacked out of his mind. Dijak shaved his head for this gimmick. <laughs> oh, poor Dijak. Do he's, you think... He's getting paid, do you though. Think, all do you think if Keith Lee wins the title from Riddle that we get, we get a T-Bar and Keith Lee United States Championship match? I hope we get Riddle in Retribution as the Riddler. <laughs> we need more cartoon villains in this stable. Okay. But, yes. Morrison yeah. wins. So, yeah. More on Morrison later. Um, the opener of the pay-per-view proper, we have an Elimination Chamber match for the right to face Roman Reigns immediately after the match. It is Cesaro taking on Daniel Bryan, taking on King Corbin, taking on Sami Zayn, taking on Kevin Owens, taking on Jey Uso. So, a lot of highlights in this match. This is the best Chamber match probably the last three or four years. Um, Sami Zayn's entrance and talking shit in the pod was hysterical. Um, they he was the MVP of the early part of the match. They booted the documentary crew, which is very unfair. Yeah, and Sammy was not happy. Sammy was not having it. He said the match didn't even start yet. Getting <laughs> these guys out. Um, so Corbin was the first to go via a swing and a sharpshooter from Cesaro. Very surprising that Corbin was first to go. I mean, that's kind of what he does. Yeah, but he's always in there, though. He's always, he is. He's always there. He's, he's always just, dangerously close to winning. He's always the bridesmaid, never the bride. Yeah. Um, next to go was Sami Zayn after he ate a stunner. Then Kevin Owens went in what? After okay, yeah, yeah, no, I was, going there. I was okay. getting there. Okay, so when they were when they were removing Sammy from the chamber, Jay Uso took advantage and rammed the door into Kevin's shoulder, and then like jammed it there so he's stuck in place. Hit him with about five super kicks, then threw him back in the ring and hit a big splash. Then Kevin Owens was gone, so we were down to Jay Uso, Cesaro, and Daniel Bryan. Excellent work. I like that spot, yeah, by the way. Yeah, it was great. This whole match was... Go yeah, out of your way to watch all of this. Yes, because like, look who's in this match. All six of these guys worked their asses off. They did. No, they look very, very good. And like, Sami Zayn's been doing the comedy thing for months. And he was still doing the comedy thing in this match, but at the same time, he was kind of serious, too. He was wrestling. So it was nice to see the old Sammy of sorts back for, for a little bit. Um, so Daniel Bryan's knee had been getting worked over the whole match by pretty much everyone. Cesaro swings the bad knee, but out of nowhere eats a super kick from Jey Uso, followed by a big splash for the dub. Well, to eliminate Cesaro, not for the dub. And this got a lot of people on the internet upset. I think Cesaro looked... Cesaro looked good in defeat. He looked excellent in this match. And we've been having the debate all week, well, at least I have. Would it have been better for Cesaro to win and then get sent to the gods by Reigns like Brian did? Or was it better for him to have a good showing and come up short? I, I don't know. I don't I know th- the answer. I think I think it all depends on what he's doing at Mania. It looks like it I looks like they're not giving up on him just quite yet. So, I definitely think his next program is Rollins. I just don't know if that's gonna be Fastlane or Mania or both. Probably both. Because him and Rollins seem to have started a little bit of a feud over there in the SmackDown. Um, so yeah, we're down to uh, Uso and Brian. They go back and forth for a little bit. Great exchange between the final two. 
Uso goes for a splash. Uh, Brian gets the, a splash from the top of the pod, I should say. And Brian gets the knees up, which wouldn't that hurt Brian's bad knee just as bad? And, and to be fair, he did sell it. Yeah. I just kind of like, well, if you have a bad knee, why would you try to put your fucking knees up? But that's a nitpick. Uh, Brian hits the knee plus, and uh, do you pin him or do you tap him out? He pinned him. That's what I thought. Yeah, he pinned him after the running knee plus. So then the big dog's music hit, and Michael Cole said, here comes the head of the, of the table. table. Doesn't have the same ring to it. No, it does not. But So the match starts, and I turn to you, and I go, is he going to eat a spear and just beat him? But that's not what happened. He went for the spear, got countered into the label lock, uh, Daniel Bryan had a minute for a little bit. They teased that Roman would tap, but he eventually got out of it, hit a Superman punch, hit a spear, and that was it. Roman Reigns wins in a minute and 32 seconds. Solidifying his heel run. And then, out of nowhere, Edge spears him, points at the sign, wild pyro out of nowhere goes off, and Edge has finally made his decision. It'll be Edge versus the head of the table, the tribal chief, the big Dogecoin, Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. That match will be good. That match will be really good. Up next, a triple threat match for the U.S. title. It went 8 minutes and 40 seconds. Really? Yep. Only went 8 minutes. Bobby Lashley defends against John Morrison and Riddle. Uh, Bobby Lashley is dominating early. Eventually, Riddle and Morrison uh, make a pact to team up to take out Lashley. Um, Riddle hits the floating floating bro, easy for me to say. Morrison follows it up with Starship Pain. It's not enough. MVP starts talking shit. Morrison goes to the outside, steals MVP's crutch, tries to swing at Lashley but misses. Uh, Lashley puts him in the hurt lock, but the crutch is free on the ground for Riddle to pick up and take Lashley out with. He then follows up with the bro Derek on John Morrison and gets the pin to become the new United States champion. Um, We both said they had to get this title off Lashley without pinning him because it was more of an albatross than a help at this point. More of that later. And mission accomplished. Uh, They got the title off Lashley. He looked just as strong as he would have if he won. And Riddle gets the mid-card belt, so that's a step up for him. Good for him. It would have been Keith Lee if he was was in there, though. Yeah, so... And it still might soon. We're two for two on that, on the night. Um, Depending on your view of this match, that might change. Well, first, let's go to a backstage segment, because we have SNL star Bad Bunny backstage with the 24-7 title. Um, Miz walks up and starts talking shit. Damien Priest steps in to back him up. Miz backs down. But then Bad Bunny still slaps the shit out of Miz. And also, shout out to Bad Bunny for uh, bringing the 24-7 title in his SNL performance. Yeah, that was awesome. I was laughing my ass off when I saw that. <laughs> but it's just like, this dude cares, this dude cares more about the 24-7 yeah. title than some, other, than some guys do about quote-unquote prestigious belts. Yeah. Like, also, anybody but R-Truth. I don't know. R-Truth is never on SNL. No, he wasn't. Um, but yeah, it, Bad Bunny is living all of our dreams. We, any of us would love to be in his shoes. Yeah, and you know what? Good for him. Yeah, she doesn't care. Yeah. So now we go to the Women's Tag Team Championships of the World. Shania, Nia Jax, and Shayna Baszler defend against Bianca Belair and Sasha Banks. Uh, this went nine minutes and 35 seconds. It went back and forth for a little bit. The match itself was fine. Yeah, it's just the finish that was... The finish was garbage. So Reginald comes down with a champagne bottle... He tries to give it to Sasha Banks to use and cheat. Sasha, being the white meat baby face that she is, says, I'm not using the champagne bottle. This distracts her. Nia Jax hits a Samoan drop and pins her like a geek. I wouldn't have done that. I wouldn't have done that either, but the match itself was fine. Um, yeah. 
So I don't know how this builds to 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 Bianca and Sasha. I don't know if Bianca's gonna swerve everyone and pick fucking Asuka. I don't think she is. I think it's Bianca and Sasha, but I don't know. The finish sucked. Match wasn't bad. Up next, main event time, Elimination Chamber for the WWE Championship. This went 31-10. Drew McIntyre defends against AJ with Omis. More on him in a little bit. Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, Sheamus, and Kofi Kingston. First off, I want to start off with my boy Kofi Kingston. He gave zero fucks in this match. He knew he was in this match to do a job, and his job was to make Randy Orton laugh, and he was fucking trying. He kept talking about how big his calves were, and his pyro looked so beautiful. And Kofi trying to get an Orton skin. And he ended up eliminating Orton in the first elimination of the match. We thought we were going to get Fiend Fuckery, but we didn't. They should bring back In Your House and just name the next one In Your House, Fiend Fuckery. They should. I guess In Your House. Yeah. Great set. But, yeah, Orton's the first to go. Then Pretty s- rapidly. Then something weird happens. So, uh, everyone gets knocked down with big moves. And AJ and Sheamus are left standing in their pods. And AJ just goes to Omus. Omus, rip the door off. So Omus rips like the back wall of the pod off. And then AJ walks around and walks in the cage. And he's just in the match now. Yeah, they, they didn't explain that. No. So I, I don't know what happened there. Eventually Sheamus comes out. Um, Jeff Hardy gets eliminated. Kofi Kingston gets eliminated. And we are down to AJ, Sheamus, and Drew, Sheamus plants Drew with a brogue kick, but then AJ hits a phenomenal forearm out of nowhere. Um, we're not, I'm not going to mention AJ fucking up his springboard 450 because I respect him too much. But uh, AJ pins Sheamus after the phenomenal forearm, and we are down to Drew and AJ. Uh, they go back and forth for a little bit. AJ goes for a phenomenal forearm on Drew, but Drew hits the Claymore in midair. It looked pretty fucking awesome. Yeah, it looked beautiful. And uh, Drew McIntyre got the win, and he retained the WWE Championship. And just the way he was clutching that title after he won, I knew some fuckery was about to go down. You looked at me, you looked at me, and said, "He's hold that title pretty tight." Yeah. But and here comes the fuckery. Bobby Headband, fresh off losing his US title, comes out and beats the. Well, ever- we should say earlier in the earlier there, in the night there was a segment with MVP and Miz Disgusting. talking back in, in the back. So Bobby Lashley beats the shit out of Drew McIntyre, throws him in the boards, hits a dominator, locks him in the hurt lock, gives him a full Nelson slam. And then the Miz's music hits. He comes out. He hits a DDT, goes to the pin, but Drew kicks out. Drew just shows a little bit of fight, gets a couple punches in, but Miz kicks him in the knee, then hits the skull-crushing finale. And Mike Mizanin is the new WWE champion. Didn't see how that ended. Didn't see that ending the way it did. Yeah, I mean, if you listen to last week's show, uh, we both said that Lashley and Drew seemed to be the only direction that was really possible for Mania, and I do think that's where they're going. I think MVP is going to say you owe me a favor for uh, helping you win the title. It's going to be Lashley versus Miz at Fastlane. Bad Bunny is going to fuck him, figuratively, not literally. And Bobby Lashley versus Drew McIntyre will be the match at WrestleMania, but Bobby Lashley will be walking in as champion, which is an interesting dynamic if that's the way they go. Oh, I think that's the way they have to go. You can't give the back of Drew and then and then do it again at Mania. Yeah. So well, why wouldn't you just do it at Mania when you're, you're at instead of Fastlane? Yeah, I know. I agree. <coughs> I think that's kind of what they got to do. Um, so yeah, what did you make of this finishing angle? I don't hate it. 
I mean, it's what and they had to get that fucking. They had to do something with the briefcase. Yeah, like this, 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 this is this is the because Otis, has... Otis won the goddamn thing. This is none of this would have happened if, if he didn't. Yeah, but I think that it's fine. It's not like Miz is going to be bad. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he's gonna hold it for what three weeks? Like yeah, and he, can, he can get us there. It'll be fine. And I will say. When was he on that ridiculous run with SmackDown? Like 2016, 2016 and 17? 16 and 17. I thought he should have won it then. He should have... I think he's been... He's paid his dues enough and is good enough to have more than one reign. But I tell you, these three weeks of the obnoxious Miz and Morrison comedy is going to be unbearable. Unless he dumps Morrison in the next... You know what? That would be the... That would be best for every... Well, they're doing the tag match in Mania, so I don't think he can. Oh, you're right. <laughs> but I don't hate it. I mean, he'll... He's a great promo. So he'll at least cut some good problems before he loses it in three weeks. And I just think it's a perfectly fine transitional move. I'd rather not have transitional champions, but I understand them wanting to win. At least it makes sense. It makes sense. I understand wanting Drew to win it in front of a crowd. Yeah. Because Drew is robbed of this once, and they don't want to be robbed of it again. So give your final grades, and we'll get out of here. A solid B. I'm going to go B-. minus. That was a... That was a I thought it was a decent show. I mean, the, the opener kicked all the fucking ass. Once again, the show we don't expect to be any good. Turns out to be a pretty damn good show, so. And uh, it kind of went downhill after that with a surprise ending. It was good. B. Yeah, so I, I'll go B-. minus. I liked it a little less than you did, but I still liked it. Um, next week, we'll be back with a full gear preview. And I'm sure uh, a bunch of, old, bunch of shit will go down between now and then. And so I will review tuned. three chapters of the Cane Book. Yeah, you better. I will. All right, see you next week, y'all. Peace.